Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the special edition of the Sport Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that everybody's having a great afternoon. Sunny skies through Georgia. I hope that you're practicing social distancing. Happy Friday to everybody. It looks like our state has got the restrictions lifted. We're going to finally get a haircut. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I probably won't go. Hey, anybody want to go to the bowling alley? It's crazy what's going on here in the state of Georgia. But I hope that everybody is playing safe, practicing social distancing, and being six feet away from each other. I tell you, I'll probably be going out with a mask now. And I want to get a cool mask. I want to get something like maybe something that looks exciting and, you know, like maybe a, a sports mask or something. But here, I want to talk about the NFL draft. If we had it last night, and what a show that ESPN put on for the fans. You know, the, the commissioner, you know, he announced the picks. You had fans that were on the webcams in the background. It looked like it was a Zoom conference. You had the players that were at home and the broadcast team did a great job. It was just a, a great way to do a virtual draft and the draft still went down. We're still talking about it. One of the things that I'm gonna talk about most and most of the sports talk stations talked about the most was the Green Bay Packers selecting Jordan Love. It is going to be drama in Green Bay. I guarantee you that is not sitting well with Aaron Rodgers that they got his successor. Remember, Brett Favre was 35 when they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is also 35, and it looks like they've drafted their successor. Green Bay did go 13-3 last year and went all the way to the NFC Championship game. Aaron Rodgers is maybe looking to possibly get a, a right tackle to replace uh, David Bakhtiari, but we'll see. But no surprise, the first pick in the NFL draft was Joe Burrow, taken by the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is the, the fourth time that the Bengals have had the number one pick. They have botched some number one picks. Kajana Carter, Dan Wilkinson. You know, they did select Carson Palmer, who had a, a very distinguished NFL career. He, you know, he did get hurt a couple times. He led the Bengals to the playoffs a couple times as well. But this franchise has been in disarray. I mean, really, where would they be without Marvin Lewis? I mean, they made the playoffs with Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton. Is Joe Burrow going to have the success that those two quarterbacks had? We don't know. I mean, Joe Burrow had a great college career, but so did Vince Young in 2006. And look how that turned out. I don't know what type of NFL career Joe Burrow is going to have. He could be a formidable quarterback that puts up good numbers. Is he going to be that special quarterback, that, that elite tier quarterback like a Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson? Time will tell. But I actually think he's going to be a serviceable quarterback. He will probably be like an Andy Dalton. Possibly could make the Pro Bowl. He could be a Pro Bowl quarterback. He could struggle. He could throw interceptions like Jameis Winston and have just a lot of talent. But the decision making might not be there. It really matters what type of coach you have. Zach Taylor is an offensive-minded coach. He is a young coach, and it depends on what type of organization you go into. The Bengals have been known for being cheap. I mean, they haven't really been known for being a dumpster fire because they have had success. The franchise, the Cincinnati Bengals, have always been cheap. All right, so the number two pick, 
No surprise that the Washington Redskins selected the best player in the draft, Chase Young. He's going to line up right alongside with Montez Sweat on that defensive line. And you're, you're going to need some defensive pressure in the NFC East. You got a, a young rookie, Daniel Jones, in his second year now in the NFL. You got Carson Wentz, injury-prone Dak Prescott. He needs weapons. So the Washington Redskins, who they already have their quarterback, they were not going to draft Tua Tagovailoa because they already have Dwayne Haskins. They do feel that Dwayne Haskins, who has weapons, he's got Terry McLaurin, an outstanding wide receiver. Jordan Reed might come back from injury. And you also you have Darius Geis, the talented running back who was injured all of last season, the season before. The biggest surprise that came to me was that the San Francisco 49ers did not select wide receiver Jerry Judy. He was there at 14. They did draft 13 and Tampa Bay actually traded up to get their pick and then the 49ers took defensive tackle Javon Kenlaw which I don't mind the pick you have to replace DeForest Buckner on the line I mean that line is already great with Eric Armstead Nick Bosa D Ford if they plan on keeping him DJ Jones so they got Javon Kenlaw who's injury prone but he's shown at South Carolina that he could be an outstanding player but Jerry Judy was there on the board and then of course the Denver Broncos took him later in the next pick I actually like the pick that they did getting the Arizona State wide receiver. And I think he's gonna turn out to be not a bad player. That Arizona State wide receiver, I mean, he's not Jordan Jefferson. He's not CeeDee Lamb. He's not, you know, Henry Ruggs. He is one of those players you didn't hear much about because he was in the Pac-12. But uh, Brandon Ayuke, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Brandon Ayuke, the talented wide receiver from Arizona State. He, he may not be a Pro Bowl superstar wide receiver, but he could make a difference in uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's offense. You know, they already have Debo Samuel. Jalen Hurd might come back from injury. Trent Taylor. You know, they did lose Emmanuel Sanders. They have the best tight end in football, George Kittle. But looking at the NFL draft, okay, I'm breaking down. The big surprise was that the New York Giants took Andrew Thomas. He went up. A lot of people had him lower in the draft. Andrew Thomas, the outstanding left tackle from the University of Georgia. What a night for the University of Georgia. Two tackles went in the first round. You had Andrew Thomas, and then you had the Tennessee Titans taking Isaiah Wilson. What a draft for the University of Georgia. What a really draft for the SEC. Just Joe Burrow, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He was the last pick taken in the first round by the Kansas City Chiefs. So the, the defending Super Bowl champs got a running back, and that seemed to be a weakness. I mean, LaShawn McCoy is getting up there in age. They had Damian Williams, but they got a pretty good running back who might be a sleeper. One shocking thing was that DeAndre Swift did not go in the first round. He will be there in the second round, and whoever gets DeAndre Swift is going to get a talented, versatile running back that can catch the ball. Some of the other picks that really stick out, I feel the Baltimore Ravens got a great pick in getting Patrick Queen out of LSU. This middle linebacker was a dominant force in the national championship game. The Ravens know something about middle linebackers. They are going to make him a star, in my opinion. Just looking at this, of course, the Dallas Cowboys getting a weapon for Dak Prescott getting CeeDee Lamb, the wide receiver out of Oklahoma. And of course, owner Jerry Jones knows a lot about Oklahoma, you know, in that area. You know, he went to Arkansas, you know, Oklahoma is very close to Dallas. So they knew a lot about CeeDee Lamb. The Falcons took A.J. Terrell, the outstanding cornerback from Clemson. He had some big plays in the national championship game. They're hoping to replace Desmond Trufant. Hopefully he's not going to be 
a liability like Desmond Trufant was toward the tail end of his career. Oh, I'm a little shocked that the Falcons didn't get a defensive tackle or a defensive end. I mean, that's not a bad pick. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting Tristan Wirfs offensive tackle you know, protection for Tom Brady. You know, the Buccaneers earlier, a couple days ago, signed Rob Gronkowski. That was a shocker to have the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski reunite. It seems like the Patriots have moved south and now are now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Anyway, whatever you think. But of course, the franchise quarterbacks that did get drafted, you had Joe Burrow, the Dolphins selected Tua Tagovailoa, which... That's a great pick for the Dolphins. I honestly think that the intangibles that Tua has could make the difference. He has the will to win. He's got the IQ. He's got the arm strength. He's got the accuracy. The question mark about being injury prone, that should not even be a factor. But the Dolphins should have their franchise quarterback. As I feel that Tua Tagovailoa will probably be a decent quarterback in this league, could possibly make a couple Pro Bowls. The ceiling for him is he could be as special as Russell Wilson, but we shall see. Brian Flores is a defensive-minded coach, but the Dolphins have actually done very well in the offseason, and they're still in a little bit of rebuilding mode. Their talented wide receiver is Devontae Parker. Remember, a couple years ago, they got rid of Jarvis Landry, so and they also got rid of J.A. Jaye, the talented running back, and, and also Kenyon Drake. So the Dolphins still in a little bit of rebuilding mode. You know, they actually won five games last year, which was shocking, but they got the quarterback they needed. And of course, the Los Angeles Chargers drafted Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert out of Oregon is going to a team with a lot of talent. You know, Keenan Allen, they got Austin Eckler, Hunter Henry. They got some good weapons. So we'll see. Derek Brown, of course, the talented defensive tackle out of Auburn. Going to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers know something about defensive linemen. They, you know, having Julius Peppers over the years, Star Latudier. You know, they, they have to take a step back this year after Luke Keekley retired, and of course they don't have Cam Newton anymore under new head coach Matt Rule, and of course Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator. What's this Panthers team going to look like? Isaiah Simmons dropped a little bit. I thought he was going to go to the Giants. He goes to the Cardinals. With the draft, you got some good players. Kavlon Kaysen goes to the Jaguars. You know, the Jaguars had two picks on defense, trying to replace uh, Okuye and uh, Jalen Ramsey. And uh, the Raiders getting Henry Ruggs III out of Alabama is a shocking pick because, you know, he's a speedster. He's not as talented as Judy, but the Raiders are trying to replace Amari Cooper. After that Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack trade that they did, and they got these extra draft picks, of course, they drafted Josh Jacobs, which was also a teammate of Henry Ruggs. The Raiders are trying to build just dynamic players as they move to Las Vegas and they move into that stadium. And we shall see how the Raiders will be in this upcoming season. Well, if we have a season. I mean, there's really it's really too early to tell. But with all these draft picks, and we of course we have the second and third round tomorrow and then the fourth and through the seventh round, on Saturday, which I'll be watching some of that. I'll be interested to see where Jake Fromm goes. I'll be interested to see where DeAndre Swift goes. I actually think that it is going to be a disadvantage to new coaches during this coronavirus while everybody is sheltering in place. They're not going to have time to get together and do workouts. OTAs is canceled. So the teams going into this season, if they have a season, the teams are going to have a major advantage are teams that already 
know each other. They know the playbook. Your quarterback-coach combos are going to have an outstanding season. They're going to do very well. I think when they do have a season, I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers may struggle. They may struggle out the gate because getting to know the new playbook, the new system, Bruce Arians, is going to be tough, especially when we can't have workouts. Just breaking down, I just wanted to come on, have a special episode, and break down the NFL draft, the first round. It went really fast, and when I thought about how the picks were going, I felt that I was impressed. I was really impressed with how the draft was put on, and I am looking forward to seeing the rest of the draft today and tomorrow. So when I look at the draft, I think I'm going to make my picks for defense and offensive rookie of the year. You know, you would easily think, okay, I'd probably pick Joe Burrow as offensive rookie of the year. Not so fast. I actually think that offensive rookie of the year is probably going to be Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is going to be a weapon that second-year quarterback Drew Locke, who came on strong for the Denver Broncos last year. The Denver Broncos are going to be probably the most improved team in the National Football League, and Jerry Judy is going to be an outstanding wide receiver. Remember, the Broncos lost Emmanuel Sanders, so they get a talented wide receiver, They don't have a whole lot of weapons. I think Jerry Judy is going to put up big numbers for the Broncos. So he's my pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Now this will be a surprise, but I think my pick for Defensive Rookie of the Year is going to be Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen is going to dominate that middle line on the linebacker position for the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, who are known for defense, Patrick Queen is going to anchor that defense, and he is just going to come out and just be a heavy hitter. He's going to lead the team in tackles. He's going to have a couple sacks, possibly a couple strip fumbles, a couple of interceptions. I mean, on the stat page, if you want to talk about defensive rookies of the year, like who's going to lead in sacks, I mean, Chase Young could possibly get 16 sacks this year. He could be possibly be a candidate for defensive rookie of the year. I think uh, C.J. Henderson could possibly get like four interceptions. Jeff Okuda couple picks for the Detroit Lions. It it is really hard to tell, but I honestly think that Patrick Queen is the surprise in the first round, and he was going to do very well for the Baltimore Ravens as they try to bounce back from their early exit in the playoffs last year with Lamar Jackson. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, he is going to be on the cover of Madden 21, and for the first time in four years, I may possibly purchase Madden because I might be upgrading my system. And so, If we don't have football, or if football has a delay, I will be playing Madden 21, and it is going to be awesome. That is all the time I have on this show. I want to thank all my listeners, people who have subscribed to my podcast and downloaded my podcast to their favorite platform. I hope that you like my Facebook page. We are at 200 likes. What a milestone. I am excited about that. In lieu of a pandemic, I could still come on the air and do a sports show, do a podcast, and I am loving it. So I hope that everybody has a great day. Stay tuned for Monday's show as I break down the entire NFL draft, and then we go from there. Hope everybody has a great day. Drive safe. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your weekend in Georgia. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, 
iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.